0: Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my blog, Kolhas Hasridim, on August 30th, 2021. And this one is entitled, Asmurana Mardaka Dasta Kuldakar" and the 42-letter Name of God. On June 18th, 2021, Wizards of the Coast released Modern Horizons 2 as an expansion set for the Magic the Gathering trading card game. Printed in the set was a, a card representing the female wizard named Asmorana Mardukai Dastani On August 28th, 2021, content creator Ristic Studies, PhD, made a video about Magic the Gathering card names with a focus on Asmorana Mardukai Dastani As I watched the video, my mind kept coming back to one thing, the 42-letter name of Hashem. The Rambam, in the Morn of 162, explains what we mean by a 42-letter name. Quote, now it is known to everyone capable of mental representation that it is in no way possible for 42 letters to form one word. These were certainly several words, the number of the letters of which amounted to 42. These words that had numerous letters were called a name only because they're being indicative of a single concept. And these words were numerous only in order to make the concept in question understood. End quote. The Rambam cites a passage in the Talmud which details the qualifications for being taught this name. "Quote and this is from Talmud Bavli Kiddushin Daf, uh, or page seventy-one A in the uh, Pines translation. The name having forty-two letters is holy and sanctified, and is only transmitted to one who is discreet, has reached the middle of his life, and is not prone to anger or to drunkenness. Does not arouse criticism by his way of life, and speaks agreeably with people. And he who knows it is heedful thereof, and observes it in purity, is beloved on high and popular below." He is feared by the people, his learning is preserved by him, and he inherits the two worlds, this world and the next. End quote. The Rambam then goes on to decry the ways in which these Talmudic teachings were misconstrued. Quote, How very remote is the way in which this Talmudic statement is usually understood from the true intention of the speaker. For most people think that it deals solely with the pronunciation of the letters, and it is not taken into consideration that these letters have a meaning so that great things may be merited through them, and that for this reason there is needed the moral preparation and the forming of many dispositions that were mentioned. When wicked and ignorant people found these texts, they had an ample basis for lying statements in that they would put together any letters they liked and would say, this is a shame, a divine name, that has efficacy and power to operate if it is written down or uttered in a particular way. Thereupon, these lies invented by the first wicked and ignorant man were written down, and these writings transmitted to decent, weak-minded, and foolish men who lacked the scales and means by which they could know the true from the false. These people accordingly made a secret of these writings, and the latter were found in the belongings left behind them, so that they were thought to be true. To sum it up, A Fool Believes Everything, from Michelet 1415, end quote. Watching the video about Asmurana Mardukadast and gave me a new insight into this Rambam. As a student of Torah who was raised in the rationalist school of thought, I am not prone to belief in the occult. When I, read, when I read about Kabbalistic divine names with magical properties, I am not moved except to feel sorry for those who have fallen into such views. And yet, I find myself absolutely enamored with the name Asmurana Mardukadast and Kuldakar on purely oral and somatic grounds. By that, I mean that I love hearing it said and the feeling of my mouth saying it. This helped me realize that beneath the magical aura of these so-called divine names is an underlying aesthetic appeal associated with their appearance, spelling, and pronunciation, which enhances their mystique in in an intrinsic way. To my mind, this is another example of how, at least according to the Rambam, idolatry appeals not only to our minds and imaginations, but to our most basic physicality. And I got to say that I managed to record that in only two takes. (laughs) Um, I also have to say that um, I did not plan on writing a blog post (laughs) today, but uh, because I watched that Ristic Studies video last night and I woke up in the middle of the night and had insomnia and the name kept on playing again and again in my head, then I was like, I I have to write an article about this. So I did and I enjoyed it. (laughs) All right. I hope you did too.